You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keene-Jones. Our show is edited and produced by Brother Chris. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Nerd Show. The voice of the urban geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Halal Jordan, Charlie Brownish, Lightworker Gami, Buzz Outchia, Method Mansplaining, Meat Millhouse, keep that same energon when you see me, hey, baby, Max, here in the spaceship tonight. Uh, that's about it. So I'm just going to introduce my co-host. Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Dora the Explorer Milache. Dame Diner Dash, J Prince of All Saiyans, Baptin Ameriba, Father Stretch My Bands, and Beretta Scott King. Hmm. Have you been watching uh, Saturday, Night Live, Saturday Night Live this season? I have, actually. Mm. I can't remember who was on it, what week it was, but there was this, when, you know, we say the perspective of people of color every week, yeah. and one week they had this sketch where this woman had painted her house with some special paint that was, don't you see the color of what? it? <laughs> no, I, I didn't see that. Oh my God. It was, a, it was actually pretty good. And she was just like, it was like this expensive ass paint. And she kept ranting about the color. Like, not the color, you know, it's the color. Oh like, my God. The color. One thing I wanted to say, I'm glad you brought back Lightwork Yagami. That's one of my favorite ones for you. One of Thank my. Thank you very much. Mwah! Chef's kiss. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I came up with that on the train ride to the spaceship one day, and yeah, I'm I'm quite proud of that one. You know, I still have never seen um that's Death Note, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you still never seen the anime? <laughs> never seen oh, one episode. Oh, come the fuck on, Ben. I mean, mm. okay. Not a one. It's an episode, right? That's not a movie, right? No, well, it is also several. It's several things. I mean, what, yeah. the only thing you need to be concerned about is really the first season of the anime. If you want to, which is like fifty-eight episodes, right? No, if you want to, if you want to <laughs> be concerned with the second, a second season, be my guest. But really, all you need is the first. Um, yes, there are movies. There are live-action Japanese movies, which is the only movie I would suggest you watch if you want to see the film. Do not, mm-hmm. do not, do not, do not watch the American Netflix version. No, nah, I heard that was terrible. Don't, don't even. Ain't uh, Lakeith up in that joint? Yeah, he in there. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's everywhere these days, ain't he? Oh gosh, okay. <laughs> he makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like from, you know, I mean, you either die a hero or live long enough to cut up in the night. Wow. 
Yeah, it's a cold world out there, but you know, we gonna move on, let that man live, you know. Atlanta, what, season three hopefully coming, you know, soon. I can't wait. Ta- st- talent always, you know, outweighs, you know, when you being trash. Whoa. So. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, Moving know. on. <laughs> I really don't know how to segue into this right here, you know. This is actually good news that we need to discuss right now. Oh, first of all, let me just say this, though. Uh, It was, what, Thank You Patrons Day this week? Yes. Yes. And, you know, we've been doing some things on the Patreon. You know, you need to be over there, patreon.com slash forallnerds. And thank you once again to all the patrons who are out there supporting us keeping the lights on in the spaceship, keeping things moving, making things like this Nets announcement that we're going to announce about to happen that, you know, if that's grammatically correct or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Thank you to all the patrons out there. It's for real. I mean, it means so much. And like we, you know, we said on Patreon that we're going to get more things popping over there. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things going on that are exclusive, exclusive to the patrons like we 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 got a fire ass interview we might have to drop another fire ass interview you know just give them a little preview over on patreon.com so you need to be over there patreon.com slash for all nerds so you can get in you know in the know yeah and let me shout out the some of the newer patrons shout mm-hmm. outs to david shout outs to jay shep shout outs to sherelle h and I, I don't know if I said this, this name earlier, but shout out to Bronze Betty as well. I think I said that last week, but shout out to you anyway. We're also going to be shouting out all of our patrons as soon as I get a full list of all the patrons. There's quite a few of you, and we mm-hmm. really, really appreciate it. Yes, 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 we do. And like I said, we do have a very big announcement right here. Yes. Whew, you know, we got the get our editor mr brother chris to put some drum roll something right here because it is a big thing going on for all nerds is going to south by southwest oh, shit. we did it y'all y'all did it Rem- remember when we were asking y'all to go hard on the voting to go hard on all the comments and just help us do whatever you can to inform South by Southwest and let them know why For All Nerds needs to be there. Well, it worked. We are official, officially going to South by Southwest. We are going, we have been approved for a meetup called The Evolution of Blackness in Geek Culture. Uh, we'll provide some more details about what that session is going to entail as we go along you'll see some posts that go up um on our social medias you may see something go up on our site as well and of course we'll let the patrons know but yes uh right now is scheduled for tuesday march 17th 2020 and we are in there we live baby Mm -hmm. the evolution of blackness in geek culture the hashtag is what, for, for All Nerds? For All Nerds, South by Southwest. Specifically, For All Nerds, S-X-S-W. There you go. That's that hashtag that you can start using right now. And like Tatiana said, thank you so much. Because I can't even believe it. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100% real with y'all right here. I remember the email came in, right? <laughs> I think I even told you this, Tatiana. Because you told me. You in. saw it first. I didn't see it. Yep. I saw it first. And as soon as it came in... And it was like information about, you know, your panel request from South by Southwest. I was like, I will. You know, before I, before I even read it, I was like, nah, you know. Oh, wow. So you were you resigned to, to, to get the get the curve. 
get the curve, you know, mm-hmm. because the curve becoming like people see all the things we do, but people don't see the curves <laughs> that come. You know, they don't we see the get, curves. We get massive curves. That's, and, and that's another thing. Like a lot of people try to hide that, whether they're super established or whether they're famous or not. You still get curved. Oh, my God. So many curves. Shout out to Robert Kirkman and Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Robert Kirkman curved you to your face, bro. I will never no, forget. No, not the first he curved me to my face, and then he was like, "Yeah, here you go," and then threw another curve after I left. Like, nah, fam, it ain't happening. Wow, I'm busy being rich, <laughs> <laughs> wealthy even. But yes, wealth. um, yeah, wealth, pure wealth, right there. You know, shout out to that man. I really need to catch up on his other book, um, Oblivion Song. Yes, yeah. People are saying that joint is crazy. It's good. I, I, I fell off after the first one because I think like initially, the first, well, right before it came yep. out, we got like the first four yeah. stories, stuff like that. So I, I burned yep. through that, loved it. But then, of course, everything else took yeah, over. So yeah. I need but to But I've heard up. it's really good. So I'm actually going to go pick up the trades, I think. It was, that's something. The story was amazing from what mm-hmm. the, the stuff that we got initially. So I was with it. Yeah. I wasn't blown away, but you know, that, all right, we'll get back to that. That's trauma psychology. Sure. Yeah. Um, like we said, we're going to South by Southwest Tuesday, March 17, 2020. We will be in there. More information coming very soon. Mm-hmm. We got so much in this episode, so let's just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. And, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, what else should we no, say no, about No, no, right I, I agree with you. I'm just saying, okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, cause we, got, we got some other things, you know, we're going to have to bless the audience right now. I mean, we got uh, so many, yo, I mean, once again, thank y'all to everyone listening. Thank you to everybody supporting, because now, as you see, we're, you know, things are coming back around. And first up, we have... A discount? Yeah, we got a discount yeah. code right here. So, yes. um, Ben I mean is going tomorrow, I believe. Uh-huh. I went yep. last week. So, there is a play on Broadway right now that I didn't even realize was happening. It's called Betrayal. And it stars Tom Hiddleston, a.k.a. Loki. Yep. Charlie Cox, a.k.a. Daredevil. And Zawe Ashton. Zawe Ashton. And apologies if I'm pronouncing okay. her name incorrectly. I know someone will, will um, correct me. She's an English actress. So, yep. you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm saying it wrong. But I saw this last this play last week. Uh, if you follow me on For All Nerds, you probably saw uh, if you follow me on social media. Excuse me. You probably saw some posts about this. But the play uh, just overall, it's about. Um, well, how do I explain this without giving it away? OK, it's about. Um, what is it called? Adultery? There it is. Oh, it's about okay. adultery, but they tell the story in reverse. Oh shit! So, yeah, that's funny because I like you know we've been going back and forth with the people you know for this giveaway and everything, and I knew you'd seen it, but I had no idea still what it was about. I had no idea and what I was it was about. Myself like that, you know, I wanted to just walk in as much right. as clean as possible. I generally like because when we were given this, you know, given the opportunity, they did give us like that, like literally that same sentence I just shared. They gave us that same sentence, and like Ben, uh, yep. I mean, ignored it, but I did read that, so I was yeah. like, <laughs> okay. So I had some, I had a very small inkling of what was about to happen, but. Bro, it is phenomenal. Um, I believe it with these people the, in it. Oh, my and God. And you guys are going to see a review go up on ForAllNerds.com. I'm still not going to give anything away in that review. Uh, I just want to do I do want to share. However, it's it's, it's a, one is amazing that these are all Marvel. I'm um, like, how? And mm-hmm. two, their their connection is 
palpable. Like they have good chemistry, very, very good chemistry. The three of them, um, they they are they are actors, if you mm-hmm. will. Like when you, because I mean, a lot of people don't realize. Like they see people, and 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 you see all the madness going around about Marvel movies, talking about it's not real cinema. Da, da, da. Well, the actors is real, okay? Because <laughs> they yes. went in with their roles here. They really present an incredibly emotional and and funny and an enjoyable experience as well so if you are in new york or will be in a new york area this engagement is through december 8th and they made it a point to share that this is a strictly limited engagement and it's going to close december 8th and no extensions are possible so if you have a means and a ways of getting a ticket and being in New York for this before or by December 8th, please do it. Uh, one, do it for the culture. Because when I was there, there was literally like seven black people in there. I counted. Uh, <laughs> and that's including myself and my husband. Two, um, go because you, you if, if you enjoy the arts and you enjoy Broadway, absolutely go. And three, because it's actually a good play and it's been done incredibly well. So hit that up. And as Ben Amin said, uh, because we got the opportunity to see, they, we also got discount code for you. Uh, we'll post this on our socials, but the discount code is uh, B as in Bravo, E as in Echo, M, I, I can't see because Ben Amin put his little mouse over it, but it's B as in Bravo, E as in Echo, M as in March, A as in Alpha, R as in Romeo, one 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 four you put in this code and you can get up to sixty dollars off per ticket you got to go to telechargeoffers.com now again if if if, if you couldn't hear me or or it was a little confusing the way the way i shared the discount code we are going to post this on our socials yes which is for all nerds on twitter and instagram which you should be following so you can get this code and a bunch of other stuff because we got, I mean, a lot more giveaways, some more we're going to discuss after the break, a little later on in the show, and some more you just have to be following us at For All Nerds on Instagram, all that. And like I said, we got a break coming because we have a very special guest coming up right after this. Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tales podcast, and when we are doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching for all nerds. Hey, this is Logan Browning, and when I'm not trying to take over Netflix, I'm listening to for all nerds. Yo, what up? This is Yahya Abdul-Mateen the second. I play Black Manta in the Aquaman movies. When I'm not getting around the city, I'm chilling, listening to For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? This is Anne Steven Harris, fire artist, co-creator of Aztec, fire artist on Ajala, The Fringe, Michael Cray, Watson the Holmes, don't forget Watson the Holmes, award winner of Watson the Holmes, Glyph Award, Eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. 
check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School. And when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to For All Nerds. amazing interview for you tonight join us in the spaceship we have internal resident of the good place he plays cheaty and you can find him on dark water which is a movie dropping on friday november 22nd starring opposite mark ruffalo and Anne hathaway as well as the underground railroad tv series which will be directed by barry jenkins and dropping soon on amazon video so ladies and gentlemen welcome william jackson harper First up, thank you, William, for joining us today on the spaceship. And before we get into this chitty-centric episode, I have to ask you, what's it like being a black man who gets to save the universe? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, man, I hadn't really thought of it through the lens of my blackness. I'm just like, <laughs> I got a job to do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um so it's um so it's 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 good it's good I tell you what it is good actually though to be the person with the answers and be the person with the you know like as opposed to sort of you know just propping up somebody else who's gonna get to do something you know what I mean and so it's like um it's it's nice to sort of have a, a very sort of central important role in 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 the in the narrative of the story in that in that way you know. So um, it's 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 great. I mean, especially like in sci-fi, you know, we usually aren't there or we get eliminated pretty quickly. So I, I was quite happy to see, you know, especially in this episode that, you know, you, we're a main part of it still. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I, it's like you know, it's like one of my because I love sci-fi and it's I'm like, damn, like ain't need no Negroes in space like ever, you know? Like it's, it's like did we go extinct? What happened? You know? <laughs> And so, um, and so, you know, and, and, and I mean, the, one of the cool things about The Good Place is that, you know, it is, um, it is a diverse cast and, you know, even in the background, it's like, it's a very diverse lot, you know, like every, everything in the world, you know, there in, in the world of the show, um, you know, people are represented, you know, of all different ethnicities and races and, and genders and, you know, and so it's like, it's, it's really, uh, it's, I don't know, it's, a, it, I feel like this is one of those sort of like sci-fi fantasy kind of worlds that actually kind of gets it right. Because, I mean, look, you know, in the future, I hope that black folks exist, and I'm pretty sure we will. So, you know, it's like, I'd, I'd like to think that, you know, in, in these worlds, you know, you would see more, more people of color. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, that's one of my favorite things about it is because it is so diverse and it doesn't really make a point of it. You know, it's just one of those things where it's just a natural part of the show. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, I feel like it's part of, I mean, that that's kind of what my world looks like, you know, like mm-hmm. my, my, my group of friends is relatively diverse and, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's like, it's not really a, a thing to me. It's not something that I notice when a world is like when I'm in a place with a lot of diversity, that doesn't, that doesn't feel abnormal or, or salient to me in any way. That's just kind of like what the world looks like to me. And I know that's not true for everybody, but it's certainly true for me. And so when I get to see it represented, I'm like, there we go. That's something that I actually recognize. Anything that's too homogenous feels really alien to me. Mm. All right. All right. Um, on another note about the show, like, you know, you and, well, Chitty and Eleanor have had some of the show's most heartfelt moments together. But this episode, this Chitty-centric episode just pulls on your heart strings from, like, every angle. So how many times did you have to fight bad tears while you were filming it? Uh, you know, uh, the, the, a few times, you know. I mean, there's a lot of things at play. I mean, like, we were winding down the series, and I'm having to say goodbye to everybody. And, you know, we're sort of like doing that slow march to the end. And, you know, it's, it's also like, you know, this is one of those, one of those episodes where we, we really don't, it's like, it's not a, I mean, it's a comedy, so it's always very joke forward, but it's not joke forward in quite the same way. You know, it's like, if the humor comes out, it comes out, but we're really trying to like take the audience on a ride and an emotional ride. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, for our viewers, it's it, it'll be a little bit more fulfilling because, you know, the, the humor will be something that's just coming out of the out of the circumstances. Um, and so it's. Um, so, yeah, there was there was definitely a lot of, of, of moments where I was just sort of, you know, like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is really starting to to hit me in a very real place. Um but also, it's you know, Chidi's trying to you know this episode. Chidi's trying to figure out why he is the way he is and what's a better way to operate. And there's something about that sort of front-footedness and finding the answer that you you know it's like you know it's like he's more like a dog with a bone, you know. And 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 so it's it's less about sitting in the feelings and more about trying to figure out how to take action. And um, and sometimes, you know, like that'll, that some things will come up and sometimes they won't, but it's the most important thing is trying to achieve the objective of like, how do I be better? You know, how do I improve? Because this yeah. is something that's costing me. Yeah. And I think that's what you're saying is, is interesting because it's very important to come from a very real place in order to like genuinely resonate with your audience and, yeah. and, and sometimes those that you want to make very proud. So, what I would say, what is that something that you grab onto to come from that very real place? Do you use your own experiences, something else? Yeah, I mean, it is sort of like, yeah, I definitely use my own experiences to like, you know, sort of put myself in a true situation, you know, as, as much as I can. But I mean, like, or to, you know, have something truthful, like sort of at my core that I'm, that I'm using. Mm. But it, it's also, we've connected so much over the years that it's really not hard to, you know, like with, especially with the, the, the core six of us to yeah. sort of go to a place of, 
of actually being really very emotionally available um, uh, because it's we, we we're you know a tight knit group and um, you become so a family. You become a family, so there's not a whole lot of like gymnastics that you have to do in your brain before you mm-hmm. you know find yourself in the right sort of place. Um, usually the 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 answers in the other person. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, something that I like personally love about the good place is that no matter what the situation, there's always this huge element of hope in every episode and just like pretty much throughout it, you know, no matter how, and it gets, it, even though it is a comedy, like you say, it has all these different elements, but it also can get very dark. But yeah. what is something that, yeah, like <laughs> to say the least, like what is something yeah. that you hope that people take away from the show? Um, you know, I, I feel, I, I really hope that folks find that the the, the point of existence is is other people you know like it's you know i think that it's so easy to sort of get into this sort of navel gazy like what is my purpose what what do i want you know like what is what is my life about and you know i don't for me that's the older i get that's becoming less and less uh uh important as as a question and definitely something that feels like it's uh, potentially less and less fulfilling as a as a philosophy moving forward, and so it's you know for me it's more like um, I'm hoping that that people come away from this being like you know we're only here for a short time, and it really feels good to put good into the world as much as you can, and to make the people around you as happy as you can when you can, and um, like that that for me is is more fulfilling, you know, um, and it's becoming, as I get older, just sort of the, the, the central thing in my, in my head and in my heart that is kind of guiding how I move through the world a little bit more. Um, and I also, you know, I find that like when any sort of like self-centered, self-obsessed, uh, you know, pondering about like the point of existence and the universe uh, it leads me to a place that really feels like a little gross, and I, I'm aware of how how obsessed I am with my own my own shit. You know, oh, I don't know if I right. speak cousin, but like, uh, no, you but, can have the time. Okay, all right. but um, but yeah, but it's like I, I get I'm like hyper aware of that, and it, it it's a bad feeling. It's like it's a it's a gross feeling that I I would like to you know try to banish from my life as often as I can. But I mean, like, look, it's like I still have my moments where I just get real self-involved, you know, and, right, right. you know, and, and, and it's, it's a reminder, um, like the feeling that comes with it, you know, reminds me of like the thing that I'm trying to do now, which is sort of just look toward, look outward a little bit more and, right. and, and try to be, try to be, try to be better for people around me. Now right. I'll, I'll take that away from the show um, as well as like, you know, a, you know, a couple of really good belly laughs at the ridiculousness that happens. <laughs> That's awesome. And I know a lot of people would be, you know, they would probably find some comfort in this, like to keep up that energy and that drive, you know, to, to keep continuing to go for your passions. Like what do you, you personally do to keep your happiness up? Like some people, uh, you just mentioned, some people are into comedy, so they, they want to laugh as much as they can in life. Some people want to work out. Like, what do you do to keep yourself going? 
Um, you know, it's funny. It's like, um, it's, I mean, well, I do, I do work out. I mean, like that is something that's, it's become sort of a weird habit. It's like the, it's for me, it's just like sort of a, a challenge just to see what I can do. But there's also like this community that comes with it. I, I started working out and like going to classes with other people. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the community of being in this room of strangers. We're all here to suffer for an hour or so. And, you know, we just like, you know, you, you push each other, you know, you get competitive with that person next to you, you know, or you, you, it's, and it's not like I'm, I'm trying, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to whoop their ass. It's more like, you know, I'm trying to like, you know, I'm, I'm just like, Oh wow. This person's like really pushing. I should, I should, I should do that too. You know, it's like, they're, they're giving it all they got. I should, I should do that. You know, we're in this space. And then there's something, you know, like you, after a, a strenuous activity like that, you know, everyone's like just, you know, flapping hands, talking about what was hard, what was easy, what was, where were they about to throw up? You know, like, it's like, it's all those, it's all those things. And so I love that. Um, you know, I love, uh, I have a, a band in New York and we, we play together whenever we're all in town because we're all actors. And so, you know, it, it takes us away a lot, but, um, like being creative, uh, and like being a generating artist in a way, um, that, that feels great. Like, um, and, and in particular, like we go and we jam and out of those jams come songs that we write and, you know, like that's that's really fun because it's yeah. you know it's another way of connecting with a person that's not verbal. It's not sitting down and having coffee, which sometimes can make me real nervous. And so, you know, it's mm-hmm. um, it's it's something that is it's it's connecting without um, without any any awkwardness. You know, and and there's yeah. like an intimacy to the connection too, which is sort of you know it's but without. You know, it's there's mm-hmm. intimacy, but the vulnerability is not so high that it feels like a huge risk um, uh, to yeah. to go and play. You know, so there's that. You know, writing. Um, I love to write. I've been, and then like most of all, just you know, my happiness is is honestly just hanging out, binging a show with my girlfriend, having a cocktail. Like that's that's really pretty much all I need. At, at the end of any day, is that excellent? Okay. All right. Um, real quick, you you know you talked about how you didn't have to go far to find a nerd in you to you know find a nerd for Chitty, and this is mm-hmm. a for all nerd show, and so we'd like to run our rapid fire brat questions by you if we could real quick. Oh boy. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right, uh, let's see. Number one, Luke Cage or Black Panther? Black Panther. The Wire or Breaking Bad? The Wire. Hmm. Magneto or Professor X? Ooh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> the older I get and the more impatient I get, the more I identify with Magneto. Um, <laughs> but so, so I, I think you know, like I get, I feel like I get him, especially the renderings in the movies. I'm like, no, he's got a right to be mad, you know. So, yeah, I, I don't go Magneto. Okay. 
so you've dabbled a little bit in horror, pseudo horror, psychological horror. We're going to bring up some horror stars and see which one do you think is the best. Mike Myers, Freddie, or Jason? Uh, I think Freddie. Um, mm. You know, because, uh, and, and maybe it's just because he scared me more as a kid than than the other two. Like, mm. it, you know, like, like dream logic is already messed up. And like, you know, if you can't go to sleep and then like you're in this dreamscape, right? And you can't, <laughs> the rules change all the time. And there's a dude with knife hands that is able to manipulate that to his advantage. That's terrible. And then you die in real life. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but <laughs> that's terrible. That's like that's the worst. Yeah. So you know. For sure. Yeah, a serial killer is just like nah. You know what? I'm just gonna run in one direction as far as I can. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna like try to figure out what's going on. But you can't escape a dream. You gotta sleep. You know, eventually you're gonna go to sleep. There's no escaping that. You know, like with the other, you know, with Michael Myers and Jason, it's like it's something that you's like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. I'm just gonna run in one direction for. You can run from it. Yeah. yeah. Got gotcha, gotcha. right. Good answer. <laughs> yes. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Um, yeah. I, um, Star Wars has always felt like an event for me. You know, like Star mm-hmm. Trek, and Star Trek is great. I, 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 I get it. Um, I just. I've always just been far more drawn to Star Wars. And I think also because the world, it feels a little bit more, there's a little more texture to the world for me generally. It's like, there's a lot of different factions and, you know, it's like, yeah, people like, you know, go to space, but they also live in the desert. And, you know, there's folks walking around in like these robes from Bible times, you know, it's like, there's there's stuff like that that I just like. (laughs) It's just like, they all just, the world is like very detailed in a way that I just like really uh, respond to. All right. All right. Um, go ahead, Ben. Okay. Uh, favorite Wesley Snipes movie? Oh, uh, man, that's tough. I think I have a special place in my heart for New Jack City, actually. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I really, really like that. I need to revisit that movie. But that's, whenever I think of Wesley Snipes, that's the first movie that jumps to mind for me. Last one. If you can have any one superpower, what would it be? God damn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think it's, honestly, it's just like, I think Jean Grey. I would just, mm. you know, I, it, she can basically do anything, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> so it's like, I, mean, I feel like she pretty much encapsulates, like she just pretty much encapsulates everybody's powers with her brain. And so, I think that like that's 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 my jam right there, Jean Grey. That's amazing. Right. Thank you so much for hanging with us on the Coral Nerd Show. And welcome back to the For All Nerds show. And thank you so much to William Jackson Harper for joining us. We're going to have to have the man back, you know, as everyone can see and hear. He is definitely an uber nerd, definitely a fan fam, one of the For All Nerds family, you know, in the circle of trust. I really don't think he needs our help right now. <laughs> you know, it's popping off lovely for that man. Good place coming to an end. If you're not watching that show for real, it is like 
one of my favorite shows on television. It's one of the most intelligent, one of the funniest, one of the deepest. And like I said in the interview, one of the most positive and just, you know, feel good shows out there. Mm. So, and it's only four seasons long. You know, every episode's like 20 something minutes long. So well worth catching all up on if you've never peeped it. Especially if no one's ever spoiled for you to twist because the twists in that show are just ridiculous. So good. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Yeah, there's a little commercial for you folks. And um, I think that's about it for that. But once again, like we said, thank you. Make sure y'all hit him up on his Twitter. It's uh, Dubway Jatson, I think. Y'all find it. You know, he's verified all that Instagram, all those places. And make sure y'all hit him up and thank him for joining us on the For All Nerds show. But now it's time for one of my favorite segments. And I asked and I received. Yo. Boy. Man. It's going down in the geekwindly asked questions. The guac is extra. The guac is extra, where we answer any and all questions. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. And I asked for them today, and I got them in spades. Yeah. Tons. So I don't think we're going to answer all of them tonight, but. No. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Hmm, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to pick first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. What up, fan fam? Uh, I know y'all have talked about certain kinds of narratives that you're tired of and don't want to engage with, such as slavery dramas, some prison shows, etc. But how do you reconcile this with wanting to support some of your favorite creatives? For my own mental health, I still can't bring myself to watch when they see us. And I might end up skipping Queen and Slim for the same reason, even though I'm a fan of the people behind them and in them. What is the ultimate decider for you on whether to skip or not? Just knowing who is behind it, a decent enough twist or spin on the genre, good reviews. As always, love the show from AKA Dungeons and Dragon, AKA Vita and Yanla, AKA Yu Yu Hakush. Hak- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Yu Yu Hakashio. Hakash show enough. Okay. Rice and one piece. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The last one. Yeah, nice. I really like the last one. I, 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 I was lie. stumbling. I know I know how to say you you Haku show. I just kept stumbling over that. But um Rice and One Piece was it. That was good. Yeah, that's pretty lit. I can't hear a lot. Yeah. And Dungeons and Dragon is an all-time yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all-time an classic, all- yeah. That needs to be like a t-shirt. Someone needs to put that on a t-shirt with the old Dungeons and Dragons font and make it Dungeons Well, the listeners should put it on their own t-shirt. That's their AKA. Mm-hmm. Before somebody steal it. <laughs> like us. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, but let's answer your question before we jack you or your shit. Um, yeah, I would well, say... This is, this is a great question for you, Ben. I mean, because... Yes. You know, about, I know you skip, you mentioned a lot, you skip prison related stuff for, because of your own experiences. Ooh, yeah, without a question. I, and, and like I always say, it's so wild how much prison turns up in entertainment. Like, I actually realized this while I was in prison, which is, you know, kind of like the F thing, but like I was in prison and I'd watch TV and in movies that I wouldn't expect to see a prison scene in, there'd be a prison scene out of nowhere. And you're like, wait a minute, why Why are they in prison? Like the butterfly fat, there's a prison scene in that movie. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, how? And yeah, so um, there's a lot of prison in popular entertainment. And definitely for a long time, I couldn't watch it. 
um, the Game of Thrones season when they torture Theon. Yeah. I watched the first time and it really hurt me. It was so difficult for me to watch that. And the second time for Castle Black, I just straight fast forwarded every time that appeared on. So screen. you really I, can't watch it. No, it was no. I could, but I didn't feel I'd subject myself to that again because that was pointless. I don't. In general, I do not like torture stuff. That was even before I was locked up. And once I became imprisoned, I, that is too close to home for me. And not that I was ever tortured, but it's just the idea of someone having that control over you is pretty much the same thing. Mental torture mm. can be worse than physical torture. And Well, I don't know. They're both pretty bad. They're both yeah. pretty bad. But I hear yeah. you. You're saying it's, it's a lot to contend with. Yes. Yeah, so um, that's interesting about like Queen and Slim because... <gasps> I know I'm assuming at least that they're saying this because of the violence against people of color in it. That's what I'm thinking. And maybe the police violence, you know, as well. Mm. That's a potential. Um, I understand it. Um, Like me, I mean, the narratives that I'm, I would say we've said, and this, this person has said it already, like slavery dramas, you and I have both said that we're, we're over it. But then like in the last, like five years i've come across quote-unquote slavery dramas that were really good um one okay underground (laughs) (laughs) i've come across one out of all of them right and um no uh shout out to michael green and brian fuller american gods and of course the legendary uh orlando green right no jones orlando jones wow yeah we keep fucking this up right (laughs) It's always these. Is there even an Orlando Green? Did I just make Michael I, Green that, in Orlando? You, yeah. you, you made an amalgamation yeah. of two people, yes. There we go. You know, shout out to DC and Marvel coming together. But yeah, Orlando Jones and his scene in American Gods are pretty much only two slave narratives that I ever really need to see again, ever. You know, those pretty much did it for me. Underground and that. Hmm. I'm good. Okay. That's fair. There's so many other tales that we could tell about black people. That's my thing. But it's not going to stop. I mean, just like, for example, we interview William Jackson Harper. He's going to be in a movie, uh, excuse me, a TV series about the Underground Railroad. Which I think will be dope. Barry Jenkins is involved, you know, that's right. fire. So, but at the same so, time, so, I mean, damn it. And that's what this question is about. Like, so towards that, like... Are you going to just not watch it? Like, I know. And, and yeah, to, the other part of this question is what is the deciding factor? Like, yeah, I'm going to look at the people at the people behind it and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm going to look try, as best as I can try to really understand the content. Like, like Underground was a unicorn because on the surface mm-hmm. we were just like, oh, this is just about typical slavery stuff but it was but it really until you actually watch it it was about so much more and with all of most of this stuff you you don't really know what it's about until you watch it so you kind of have to jump into it at least to get at least in order to get a frame of reference so i wait for reviews okay or you can wait for reviews I, i don't i don't know like i don't here's my thing about reviews like i don't care what generally what white people have to say about slavery Mm-mm. dramas so i mean from like people i know and stuff like that oh, okay. that's that's how it was with underground like i did even though we'd interviewed the people i definitely did not watch it at first it wasn't until people were like nah but you got to check it and then i was like all right you know and i went and watched one episode and i was like oh okay <laughs> that was it for me i watched everything you know i was like this is fantastic wow okay all right well that was a good question appreciate that 
Definitely. Um, I'm definitely checking Queen and Slim, though. I've heard it's great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the next one comes from our friend Andy Sachs. Andy writes, thoughts on the upcoming Arrowverse crossover that spans not only current DC shows, but the ones that have long since come to the end. Uh, also, it's actually three different things here. Thoughts on Disney Plus getting hacked out the gate in caps. And have you seen Wonder Woman Bloodlines? All right. Uh, I have not watched any of the Arrowverse in about two years. <laughs> and I, I cannot wait for this crossover. I'm all over it. It starts on Supergirl on like December 10th or 14th or 8th. One of those days. <laughs> you I, said three completely different days. Look. Whatever day it is, I'm all over that joint. I cannot wait. I hope I can keep up because I haven't been watching in years, but I don't care. I think this is so wild. And, mm. you know, they're bringing in Legends of Tomorrow. They're ending Arrow. They might kill Flash. It's so ill. You know, they can do all kind of wild stuff. They got uh, Kevin Conroy finally playing a live action version of Batman. Wow. Yeah, they're going all Old out. Man What's Bruce Wayne? Yeah, Old Man Bruce Wayne. My man is playing... um. Batman Beyond Bruce Wayne. No, it's not even Batman Beyond. It's it's some other Bruce Wayne. I think. Okay. They they talked about it today. No, I was, I was talking about uh, what's his name from Adam, who I mean, who played the Adam, who also played Superman before that, right? Yeah. So we're gonna have like what three different Superman? Yeah, Brandon Ruth. Brandon Ruth playing, from from playing, Smallville. He's playing Kingdom Come Superman. Yo. Yeah. I can't wait, dog. I can't even lie. Like, I ain't watched that joint in years, and I'm all over this crossover. It's, it's, it might get me back. It's a lot. Um, yep. Well, you know what? Black Lightning is also going to be making his debut yep. as, as, as mm-hmm. part of the crossover event. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy that they're actually integrating him into the world. Because remember that first narrative where they were like, Black Lightning is not going to be connected yeah. to any of this. And I'm just like, why? Mm-hmm. But okay. Yeah, um, no, well, they're doing it finally, as they should. Yeah, um, so as Benami said, he's real super excited about it. It's, it's amazing. I dr- fell off CW shows a long time ago, so, eh, whatever. Um, maybe I'll watch yep. that episode, but, like, you know, maybe I'll watch that episode just because I like the fact that they're mixing in other stories or versions of characters that I do know. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably be on that. Uh, They've got a dude, the, the guy who's playing the monitor, uh, uh-huh. from DC Comics is a black guy with cornrows. It's, I mean, it's so hilarious because the monitor in DC Comics looked like, a, I guess, an alien with a weird hairdo. Uh, I mean, it was more like part of his head. You have to pull up an image. Y'all, his name is the monitor. Yeah, I know. But, um, and he fights a guy named the anti-monitor. Okay. Yeah, what a, yeah. Okay. <laughs> What are you gonna do, folks? Yeah, but that's what it is. And um, but on the show, it's a black guy with cornrows, so it's just hilarious to me. Like, you know, the, the Arrowverse is some of the best stuff out. I mean, you know, in a weird way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next, the next part of the question was about what do we feel? What are our thoughts about Disney getting hacked out the gate? Well, this is, and this is tech, so this is my area. This, this is a little bit complicated now. So obviously, the headlines say Disney hacked. But it's a little bit deeper than that. Um, So, like, days after it launched, like, thousands of accounts were up for sale on, like, (laughs) random hacking forums, the dark web, all that other stuff. Um, 
Like compromise accounts could be found for like eleven dollars each, as little as eleven dollars each, or you know, free because all that shit was just was just freely available. What? Um, there's an article I read on Wired.com where they explain that th- this may not be Disney's doing in terms of this may not be because Disney didn't have the proper protocols or infosec protection in place. That's not necessarily what it is. What they think could have happened is. Um, as you know, over the years, there's been mad hacks and, and, and uh, information being released, like Dunkin' Donuts, Target, Nest, OkCupid. Okay I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but over, for, for over the last several years, there's been tons of hacks across other platforms. So as you know, a lot of people, they do the same. They, when they sign up for things, they use the same emails. Sometimes they use the same passwords across various services. And what Wired is saying they think happens is all of these usernames and passwords that were leaked in previous breaches, that these hackers are just essentially selling the same information over again. And of course, a lot of this is working because as I keep warning you guys not to do, y'all are using the same emails and passwords for every service you use. So all they're doing is using information that's already been out and using that to log into your Disney Plus accounts. Hmm. So... Um, you know, I don't, again, we don't know for a fact if it's just, you know, Disney not having the correct protections or, or if it's a, or if it's this situation I just explained, or if it's a combination thereof. Point is the best way to keep safe is do not repeat passwords uh, for every service that you use. Do not, do not repeat passwords. Please don't. And don't use like one, two, three, four and stuff like that, please. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, I've heard, you know, from people that they, that sharing the Disney Plus password is like protected by something, maybe geographical, you know, someone I know tried to share with their brother who was in another state and they were like, nah, be another state. Well, there's definitely, I don't know about another state, but there's definitely country restrictions because there's certain countries where it's just not available, period. And, and you've, you've come up across this before too. Like if and the listeners and you yourself, Ben, I mean, like there may be a certain YouTube video you've tried to watch, but it's been country restricted and mm. it'll say, Oh, you can't watch it in your country. And that's, you know, th- there's no, no. What he was saying was like, like, he that. shared his password with them. And then when, when they logged in, it cut off his account. It, Again, there could be some there could be some restrictions there. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But again, about the whole hack thing, like it happened. I mean, this was the biggest thing to happen in the last few weeks. So, of mm-hmm. course, it's going to have a lot of exposure. Of course, it's going to have a lot of eyes on it. Just be careful out there, guys. Be careful. Uh, yep. And if you have you seen Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Bloodlines? No, I have not. However, I did interview the Rosario Dawson, <laughs> who is the voice actor for Wonder Woman, as long with other people on the cast. You can see this interview on For All Nerds TV on our YouTube page. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't interview Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I love Rosario. She, she, she gave, oh my gosh, she's such a, she's such a great person to interview. Such, and I, I missed that one. Yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe we can get on the spaceship, you know. We will, you know, never know what could happen in the future. We'll see. Um, All right. The next one comes from Picture Me Roland, a.k.a. T'Challa Flock of Flame, a.k.a. T'Chaka. T'Ch- oh, excuse me. T'Chaka Flock of Fame. That's his daddy. Uh, yep. T'Challa, if you hear me. <laughs> Instead of a pile, mm-hmm. if you hear me. Okay, Ben. <laughs> AKA Optimus Prime Time, AKA DC McFly, AKA Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince of Zamunda. 
I ain't mad at that one. All right. They write, yeah. what side or supporting characters in movies, shows, or comics do you think would be interesting to have their story told? So, like, you know, maybe, you know, a supporting character that we would love to see a, a story told specifically for them. And then the second question is, if you had to do a heist with a fictional character, who would it be and what would you steal? Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. I think I'll go with the second one. That The first one is, like, pretty much kind of irrelevant in 2020. <laughs> Why I is mean, it no, irrelevant? No, no shots, but it's like, you know, Moon Knight is dead in a TV series. You know, like, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... I could like I could go real obscure like Jack of Hearts, but I'm I think he's gonna show up at some point now. You know that's like I don't think that's out of the question anymore. I, so I think the first out of well out of left field character you've ever introduced me to was like I guess Boomerang Man or whatever the fuck his name is. Who Captain Boomerang or what's his name? The one you didn't know about Captain Boomerang from Flash? No. What are you talking about? This was oh no! He's a legend. You gave me like I remember you gave me a like a list of DC. This was years ago, but this is you just gave a listing of these random DC characters with crazy ass names, and you were oh explaining me like he, his whole thing is literally he like has a giant boomerang, and I'm like what? Like it's so hey, anyway. Hey, I think you never know. You he would probably get a show. He's been on on the um Flash TV show See? several times at this the, point. Yeah, the fact several that he's times. Been on like come yeah on. yeah several times captain boomerang i mean he's a legend in the comics you know captain boomerang put some respect on that man's I name guess. <laughs> he throws boomerang <laughs> like, at the flash uh, and, has, and you know that's like and has somehow been a problem for the flash what? you know like <laughs> how are these are these light speed boomerangs what is happening not really <laughs> you know, how is these boomerangs a problem that's i don't know oh, comics are so weird i was reading um is there a speed force in it? Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh shit. I was reading uh, the new issue. Uh, actually, I'll talk about this a little later, but okay. yeah. Uh, the yeah. second question was, uh, if you had to do a heist with a fictional character, who would it be and what would you steal? Definitely, definitely Nightcrawler. Definitely. Nice. In and out that bitch ASAP. Yeah. What would I steal? You know, the villain in me wants to go petty and say something silly like money or gold or something like that. But the activist in me thinks I should steal something from the government. That's important. Hmm. I don't know. Or if it was even possible, steal or erase all of our student debt loans. All of the mm. student debt, get rid of that shit. So I don't know how that, <laughs> that whole mechanism works, but if it was some way to steal something, to erase that shit, that's what we do. Boom, I got you, and I'm gonna show you how you do it. Kitty Pride. And we get into Sally Mae, and she just phases through all the computers and crashes everything. <laughs> I see. Wait, now see. This is this is Fight Club logic. Is that enough just to crash Sally Mae's computers? Well, Kitty Pride, when she phases through electronics, no, it ruins. No, them. I hear you. I'm saying, is that enough to just fa- just crash Sally Mae's computers? Isn't it's there? A start. There's some more we'll you go gotta from- do. Yeah. Well, you know, but I'm I'm rolling with Kitty Pride. She's phasing all the time. We can't be touched. Okay. You know, we good. Okay. Yeah, we go figure it out. I like it. Yeah. Oh, so that's your answer? I like it. There we go. Um, okay. And uh, finally, the last is the last one I'm going to say is from Goldie Moss 1. They write, sorry if I missed it. 
Um, but are there any plans in place to do a recap show of Watchmen like y'all did with Castle Black? There's hella podcasts about it. And after episode one, I gave a few of them a try, but they are all dry. Wow. That, that feels good to know, you know, that yeah. there's nothing that can replace the flavor of Castle Black out there. But, uh, about that, um, <laughs> yeah. Patreon.com slash for all nerds, you know, uh, yeah, that, that, that might help that happen. Um, I've wanted to, I can't lie. I think Watchmen is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, That's my even, favorite show on TV right now. Yo, I, shout out to... Yeah, shout out to my brother Tim Hotep. If we actually do that show, we might have to bring him on because me and him have been distrusting it. And there is so much ish in the comics that it's just like, you know, one word here, one line here that has made it into this show yep. and has influenced this yep. show that is effing my head up more and more. The more me and him have been talking about it because it's so much stuff like we keep talking about episode six but there's stuff in the comics that actually infers what we are talking about yep. in episode six so it's like yo they are killing it like damon lindelof and I the mean, writer's room like and the writer's yo, room everyone of all they did that i mean directing everything is acting the show needs all the emmys all the awards it's stupid and, so, and, and the trans, just even, yo, cinematography and just just visuals, the the transitions. Shit, the I mean the transitions are crazy. The 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 opening titles yo. are amazing. Every episode is different. The music endings, the title choices of the, of each episode, everything. The music ending for when they played Ed Man by the Beastie Boys after my man had gotten lifted up into the sky <laughs> was one of the. And in and, and Louis Gossett's last look on his face as he gets jerked off into the sky. I need to find that gift I'm making that myself. Gift was, oh, that would be hilarious gift. But I, that yes. seemed hilarious. But. Hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. So we're bigging it up real, real much just to say, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we now have, what, four episodes left? Six, seven, eight, nine? Yeah. And then it's the holiday weekend coming up. Ugh. I don't know. Well, you know, like I said, patreon.com slash for all nerds. You know, if the patrons want it to happen, you know, and, you know, some more people join that patronage, it, you know, we could see something happening. Right. You know, I'd like to, but, you know, we'll there's see. also some behind the scenes scenes that we can't discuss that, you know. It, yeah, there's <laughs> some behind the scenes, you know business stuff happening that yes but yeah we'll see um we'll see that being said that is the end of guac if you have a geekly asked question for us whether it be about geek culture pop culture anything in between or beyond hit us up contact at foralnerds.com in the emails if you want a little bit of privacy or you have a really long one you can also hit us up on our socials at foralnerds you can hit us up on forallnerds.com there is a cute little form in the footer and sidebar of the website and as always we always post up um we well we post up posts we publish posts uh where you'll be able to actually just leave comments right under it so you can tell us what your guac question is oh mm -hmm. and then finally if you're on a special tier of patreon uh you get a guaranteed guac question that will be answered on air no matter what 
Yeah, there it is. So make sure you head over there, patreon.com slash for all nerds. A lot of things going on, a lot of private message groups going on over there. A lot of things popping off. And then, like we said, we dropped William Jackson Harper on you. But we got another, you know, I mean, not just one, many interviews lined up, you know, as this we year comes to the close. too many interviews. It's great, yeah. though. It's great. That's not a, that's not a, I'm not complaining. That's amazing. Oh, no. And it's, it's, again, it's because of you guys and the fact that y'all support us that, like, we're getting buried in interview requests. We're, we're already interviewed of some amazing people and creators. And we just thank you. And just thank you for helping us to make For All Nerds the most poppiness podcast. I mean, that was another one, like, let's keep it a buck. You know, when, when they sent me an email and said, do you want to interview William Jackson Harper, you know, Chitty on the show, The Good Place, that's like, you know, <laughs> popping right now. I was like, now. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, so like, y'all, so we and both huh? both our listeners and ourselves, we must be doing something right if we're yeah. getting these, these requests coming in. Mm-hmm. And um, normally right about now, you know, we would have Tet news with Tatiana. Wait, no, we wouldn't. Tet talk. No, we wouldn't. I mean, no, no, we wouldn't. No, <laughs> no we wouldn't. Not, I mean, let's keep her but once again, we wouldn't. We, we already but, had tech talk. I talked about Disney Plus hack. There you go. There you go. And right now, I'm gonna add a little more tech, a little gaming news. Um, I've been rocking a couple joints lately. As everybody knows, I was rocking that Zelda Breath of the Wild. You know, if you peeped it over on Twitch.tv slash For All Nerds, you know, I was getting busy on that. I got to the first Divine Beast Varuta, and I got up in her, and then I gave up, um, just because I didn't feel like fighting the big boss battle right there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I just, I, I knew I was probably going to get served, and so... <laughs> wait, so wait, I, you tried to do a Guardian Beast, you said? Yeah, I got inside the Guardian Beast, the Divine Beast, but then... I'm I sorry, the Divine big, Beast, thank you. Yeah, there's a big boss battle inside once you yeah, solve all the puzzles did you so you didn't finish no i didn't even try to d- fight the boss well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah well once you beat it the game will actually open up for you but good luck to you sir yeah i know because my fighting skills are not what they need to be yo your your navigation skills ain't what we need to be we we talked on the other episode <laughs> with julian <laughs> with julian elijah martinez about how your ass fell off the map in the first 30 seconds of booting up the game I was, what was my worst recent demise? Um, oh, the dragon. Oh, the my dragon God. coming Wait, over which, the lake. Which? Oh my God! That the slow, You you that, got killed by the? How did you get killed by him? That slow moving dragon yes! that floats through the air. Yes! Yo, he is ruthless. But if how you are, did we kill? He just floats and minds his business. No, but sometimes he dives into this lake, and yeah. when he dives into the lake, he will come up and kill you for no, no reason. No, 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 no. He he is floating around my his business and your ass was in the way is what it was. Yes, he goes in and out of the lake and all over. But my thing is, there's really no. Again, you the one who fell off the map. Fam, in the first I was seconds. over there trying there's to. There's no lift way some, he should have died. Is what I'm saying. I was trying to lift some damn um, what are they? Chest out of the water. Oh my god. And this and as I'm minding my own business, lifting the chest out of the water, here comes this dragon and shots me. <laughs> I think I've been killed ah, by him like two you, times. You were, I can't lie. You in Lake Hyrule. That's hilarious. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, that dragon man. has served me so many times. But how? It's, it moves, it's not like it's not there <sighs> to kill you, really. Like yes, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, you get effed up. But my god, have you I wasn't, have you at least gotten some stuff from it yet? You try shooting it yet? No. You try, No. Okay. 
See, I didn't even know you could do that. Oh. I tried shooting it with arrows and stuff, but it didn't work out. Maybe you don't yeah. have the the maybe you don't have the range yet. But no, I got nothing. Uh, yeah. Wow. I'm I'm weak. Need chips. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but I was interrupted in playing that because I got a copy of actually two copies of some joints. Um, Narcos: Rise of the Cartels, Ooh. which is this. Um, real-time strategy i guess it is it's like xcom type game where you it, you know the show narcos it basically takes place in that universe where you control either the dea agents from the show or your boy um pablo escobar and you know you play an xcom type game where you basically try and rub out you know the other side and gain objectives etc cetera, etc cetera. i like it I never played XCOM that much, you know, or any of those type of games where you're like moving your units around and then they're making a move and then you move and then they make a move. So it was interesting to me and I started getting attached to my crew. I was playing the DEA mission mainly and I was really attached to some of the dudes and then they got murked out. And when they get murked at the end of a mission, you know, it's over. Like you got to hire somebody else to they're dead. So, you know. <laughs> That 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 got to me. So um yeah, Narcos Rise of the Cartels. I was feeling it. If you like those type of real time strategy games, and if you like Narcos, the show, I would definitely recommend it because it's got cutscenes and stuff that take place from the show, and I really like those. It actually has uh, video footage from the show, plus its own cutscenes. I think it's the actors from the show uh, reprising their roles, or if not, it's somebody doing really good imitations of them. And you know, definitely a cool little game. It's only. 30 bucks I think right now for Xbox and everything and like less on um Steam and all that and we might have a giveaway for that coming real soon there's definitely gonna be a review on forallnerds.com and also I've been playing Jedi Fallen Order um I mean you know it's coming from a Star Wars fanatic so you know it's it's trying to fire I mean it looked good yeah it's I'm not like blown, blown away by it. You know, it's it takes like game, but I also haven't gotten far into it yet. That's something I haven't had. You know, I've been playing uh, Narcos. I was playing Zelda before that, so I've had a, a lot of time with Jedi. I'm pretty early on, and once again, early on, I was getting my ass kicked because I had it on the higher difficulty, and that's a mistake because it's not a joke. You know, you're not like some ass kicking Jedi who just rolls through everything at the beginning. At least, you know, you definitely get served if you mess around but then when i turned the difficulty down to the second level and i got a little further into the game now i'm tearing stormtroopers apart like it's no problem and looking for you know i'm looking for beef now so it um it's a cool game it takes place right after the end of what is this like oh the end of um revenge of the sith right so all the jedi are dead all most of the jedi are you know the ones who are alive are in hiding and whatnot and it takes place, you're this one dude who's a Jedi, but you're in hiding, working as a, a engineer on some planet, you know, lowly job until you get revealed as a Jedi in the very beginning of it. And then you go on and do your missions and everything and whoop, 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 whoop. You know, you know how it goes. It's like a God of War. What's that game? Mitch with Uncharted, Spider-Man, Arkham Asylum type combat battles, all that. Okay. Third person. Yeah. And you improve your Jedi, get different abilities and all that. Kind of reminiscent of, um, what was the joint? Uh, Shadow of Mordor. 
okay. Where you gain, you know, yeah. I actually like Spider-Man too as well. You know, just like the Spider-Man game that came out where you gain new abilities and new way to whoop ass. So far, that's my only thing. I haven't gotten far enough to really even unlock the Jedi power, so I don't even know all the things I can do. And I haven't been spoiling it by looking it up on the internet. So, like I said, I'm still too very early in this game to you know give a full review but that'll be coming later but what i do have for you my friends is a code for yes for what your very own copy of jedi fallen order oh thanks man i mean what's the code well you're gonna have to follow us on twitter and on instagram because we're gonna have to yeah we got to give do a giveaway you know we have one code one giveaway so we're going to have to do a giveaway. It'll be for whatever system you have. We're going to figure out how we're going to do this, mm-hmm. but make sure you're following us. That'll kick off. By the time you hear this episode, that'll be up. So, right. you know, okay. just look out for that. I like this episode. Literally the entire episode, we've been just giving away stuff. I love it. Yeah, and we, we got some more, too, but you're going to have to keep listening. Because, you know, <laughs> more. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you know, I want you to get to the end of this episode, you know, so. Okay. um, That's it for gaming news. You've been rocking anything lately? Um, Pokemon Sword, I've been playing. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, and, you know, this is the first, like, full-fledged Pokemon, like, full RPG. Well, first of all, this is, like, the first real um, RPG Pokemon for the Switch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't count Pokemon Let's Go because... Let's Go Eevee or Let's Go Pikachu. I don't count those because those are literally rehashes of Pokemon Yellow. Um and if you played Pokemon Yellow before, back in the day, then you've played this game. It's just been updated for the Switch. But yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield is the new, the next version. Um, I don't know none of these new girls. And by new girls, I mean these, these <laughs> none of these Pokemon. Like, none. Like, it's so funny. When I'm in the high brush and I run into these new girls, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this? But as soon as I see the original 151, I yell out their name like, oh! That's Togepi. <laughs> uh, like I know, like I know all of these. So um, I'm having a good time with it. Um, the only thing about Pokemon that I have mentioned today on Twitter is it it can get boring at times when you're still low level and you're just doing the grind, mm-hmm. just the grind of fighting other Pokemon, catching all the Pokemon, whatever. Because it's the same mechanics over and over again. And I don't know if it's maybe because I'm jaded or like I said, maybe because I'm still trying to figure out who these new pokemon are but i don't know I, the new ones are cool i love seeing them walk around um i know there's been some i guess there's been some complaints about like the graphics and stuff but to me i'm like it's pokemon what did you we really expect so i don't know um i'm enjoying it i'm having a good time it, it's great to pass the time i'm trying to get these i'm just trying to be the greatest there ever was oh all right you know hash catch them i see yeah all right. Well, I yeah, want to be the I, very best, like no one uh, ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. <laughs> I will travel across the land and search far and wide. Each Pokemon, I will understand the power that's inside. Nobody's ever done hey, Pokemon. Hey. Gotta catch them. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but nobody's ever done like the Pokemon. Not the sand. Oh, you were doing gotta. this again. <laughs> Catch them all. The power. No. Yeah, no one? No, we're going to do the, uh, what is your show? Your silly show with Ghost. Um. Minor keys. Yeah, the power. The, yeah. Nobody's ever done a minor key version I, of I the Pokemon thing. I don't thing. know if they did. I, I I'm sure it. it's on YouTube. I'm sure it's there. Yeah, type in minor key Pokemon. It'll come up. 
All right. Well, that's it for gaming. And, you know, real quick, because it's been a minute, I have to do. And yeah, oh, yeah, I got to do this tonight. It's going to hurt. But yeah, it's time for comics. I copped. Comics I cop. That's comics I C O P P E D, where we talk about all the comic books that we've been reading, buying holding on to dreaming of having I'm looking at you House of X number two first print and actually uh, another book that I'm going to talk about right now um, Immortal Hulk by Al Ewing and Joe Bennett look it's just the fucking best thing that Marvel has probably done in years like and that's with House of X being out and Dawn of X and all that I say that again and again like and with it stands there with like vision with anything you want to talk about and we're on now issue 27 it's been 27 issues straight of straight fire nice. like yeah that's all i can say about it it's just so good y'all like if you're not reading this book you're missing out like it's one of those books when i'm just like damn how much does al you mean read you know because all his literary references are so ill and so just deep and dense and but then it's such a fun comic with scenes like Puck, this character from Alpha Flight, tearing a robot, a brain, a living brain out of a robot. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's also definitely very horrific. So, you know, it's all those different things. But like I say, it's one of my favorite books out. And I just highly recommend it. You know, pick up the trades if you can't find the single issues. But just get it. So ill. And, um, Yeah. Yeah, um, this hurts. But, you know, we talked about House of X and Powers of X from Jonathan Hitman on the show for the last couple of months. We raved about it. You know, it's just one of my favorite things that Marvel or anyone has done. And we're now on a lot of the second issues of the Dawn of X, which includes books like X-Men, X-Force, Excalibur, New Mutants, Fallen Angels think i'm missing one of them and i'm kind of underwhelmed i have to say y'all yeah like it it's been aight you know mm-hmm. but it ain't been nothing that i'm just like yes i can't wait for that next issue like i was with house of x powers of X. that was like yo 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 i need this you know i need this crap right yeah this is just like mm. damn sorry yeah it ain't bad but nah it ain't it right there so I can't really say that you need to be picking those books up if you're, you know, not already picking them up. If you're feeling differently, let me know. But I'm right now not. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give them a few more issues each. You know, I'm gonna keep going. But overall, I just have not really been, you know, it hasn't been doing it for me. And last up tonight, I want to shout out this book that I started on, but I have not gotten very far into, but. I just really love it so far. It's this book called Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me by, I hope I don't butcher your name too much, Mariko Tamaki and illustrated by Rosemary Valero O'Connell. And I picked this book up at Anyone Comics in Brooklyn one day. And I'll be honest with you. I, I saw the title Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me and I thought it was like a love story, you know, a young love story with um a man and a woman and 
Little did I know that this is a queer love story between two young girls, and Laura Dean is one of these young women. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, it's fire, though. You know, like I did. You know, me, I don't give a f. You know, I just love a good story, and the art is incredible. Like just absolutely beautiful artwork. It's long though. This ain't no short joint. You know, it's like a, it's a hardcover. It's I think it was like twenty five bucks, but you can get it for like fifteen or so on Amazon, whatever. Uh-huh. And it's it's not short, you know. It is long, like there's a thick ass book. I've been reading it, but I'm only like twenty thirty pages into it probably. And just beautiful artwork and an ill ass story about this, you know, woman who's in high school, young girl, woman, and she's in love with this girl Laura Dean who keeps breaking up with her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pure fire. Um, hold on one second. You're like, I can barely hear you. I'm too far away from the mic. Okay, there you go. Well, all right. Damn it. Sorry. Sorry, Brother Chris. So I wasn't saying anything. I was just saying, oh. Yeah. So. yeah. But your O's were coming in so low. <laughs> all right. Uh, hold on. Let me just clap it back in. And remember to tell him at like 105. There's a little mess up I'll type it in the show notes alright and I'll clap it back in so yes pure fire make sure you check that out Laura Dean keeps breaking up with me by Mariko Tamaki I think and Rosemary Valero Mm O'Connell and like I said Immortal Hulk Al Ewing and Mr. Bennett Pure Fire and yeah Dawn of X yeah okay yeah I, I, I will I will keep them nameless but someone told me that this feels more like the Twilight of X really it just ain't popping like oh shit okay yeah I mean it's cool you know it's like it's X-Men and, it, you know, some of it is good X-Men. Like, Jonathan Hitman's still writing. He's writing X-Men, and he's writing New Mutants. And I like the first two issues of X-Men, and I like the first issue of New Mutants. But it's like there's so much mystery and stuff from House of X that it's just like, oh, well, forget that. Don't worry about why that happened. And now that's bugging me, you know? Yeah, I and it. a lot more wild stuff has happened since. But there's been so many mysteries from House and Dawn that haven't been answered that it's like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know, you know. But anyway, as always, make sure you use that hashtag, comics I copped. You know, let me know what comics you're copping. Hit me up at DJ Ben. I mean, anytime I'm always down to talk about comics. If you're feeling Dawn of Edge, please let me know. You know, if you're reading any of these other books that I talk about, let me know. And let's talk about them. And that's it for comics I copped. Nice. Now, you said you have another giveaway. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I was about to get to that. You know, we got one more, you know. Oh, little my something, gosh. Something. Yeah. Yeah. A little something. Something. Once again, for people in New York, this one, you know, will also be announced on our social medias. But this is for people in New York. This Friday night, November 22nd, we have a pair that's dose duo tickets to the Toby Enigway show. Nice. Fire. 
fire. I think I've mentioned him before on this uh, here podcast. He's an incredible artist. I like him a lot. Incredible artist. I myself got hip to him just this year. Come to find out that the brother is from Houston, Texas, and it's just phenomenal. He's just one of those people I just F with so much because of their spirit and their energy in general and how the man moves and how he's created this whole lane for himself while putting out some of the best music that I've heard in years. And, you know, a good friend of mine, DJ Big Reeks, shout out to the Wetsaholics, is actually his tour DJ. So, you know, it all works out. And so we have a pair of tickets to see Toby Inigwe in Manhattan, I think. Well, it's in New York. Well, you know. New York? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not even sure exactly where it is. I'll be there. Don't you worry about that. And we have a pair of tickets to give away. So make sure you're following us on all our socials, at For All Nerds, at Instagram, and get to see Toby live. And specifically, this is for the Ivory Tour. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, Doors are at 7.30, uh, show is at 9, and it's going to be at Sony Hall. Nice. Oh, that's a dope venue. Yeah, it's a good venue. I think I saw D'Angelo there. It's, it's good. Like, it's it's not too big. It's not too small. Um, and you can, like, walk right up to the stage. Yeah, it can be yep. intimate or it can be, like, a big group experience. It's a, it's, it's a good venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is where I saw D'Angelo. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah that's a dope-ass venue. Ooh, I can't wait. Fan! 